Parks, pavements, benches, squares, statues, sculptures. They're all spaces that belong firmly in the public realm. Spaces that belong to each and every one of us. But how do we make the most of these places? How do we gauge what the community needs from their shared space? And how can we use the public realm to tackle some of society's trickiest problems? In this episode of Bailiwick Podcasts, I, Charlie Flynn, spoke to Sasha Gibb, former art director of the CCA Galleries and the founder of the Public Voice Common Ground Project. We tried to nail down exactly what we mean by the public realm, the importance of public spaces that work for everyone, and how you can have your say on what Jersey's common places should look like. So we're here to talk about your your project, um, Public Voice Common Ground. Um, so I suppose the place to start would be: could you explain what, what it is and and you know where it came from? I suppose. So Public Voice Common Ground developed out of some research last year on how to improve Saint Helier's public spaces for its people. Uh-huh. Um, it uh, was initially sponsored and supported by government. Um, it's now got backing from the um, Future Spaces Ministerial Group and in particular um, Kirsten Morell and the um, Economic Development Department. What is really important about um, Public Voice Common Ground is that it is a partnership. So it's a partnership between mm. community, business and government. So it's not run by any sector alone and I think that is the the key difference in that um, we are all aware that there are many problems um, within our society within Jersey within St Helier and there are uh, many extremely important agendas whether it is health whether it is well-being whether it is traffic whether it's uh, green spaces Um, and it's I believe not up to one sector to solve these and the only way to create an entity that is sustainable is to have buy-in and if you like to be offering uh, value to those people you're supposed to be supporting Mm. Um, my background is um, is the arts so I've worked in design I've worked in the not-for-profit arts with Art House Jersey I've worked in the commercial arts with CCA galleries but I'm also an MBA so I I study business and I study change management and I study how people work and it's been a a huge pleasure to be working with um, other professors on this model so that we can actually create a model for delivering the change that all of us are getting so agitated about wanting to happen Mm. and you know some extremely good ideas of things that want to happen but why are they not happening and I think that's perhaps one of the key, you mm-hmm. know, one of the key points of what we're trying to do. Yeah. So, so there are kind of, a, as, as I understand it, there are kind of a few aspects of, of what you want to do. And so 
Um, I suppose one of the, the more sort of uh, visual ones and the ones that's kind of going to be happening more immediately is you're doing these sort of pop-up spaces. That's the first kind of part. You're going to be... You're, skips. There are skips with forests in them, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. Is that, is that so, pretty much right? So, yeah, what we're doing this year is we're running a pilot. And the pilot mm. is called Public Voice Common Ground. Yeah. Like all pilots, it's a bit, it's a bit chaotic. It's a bit messy. We're, mm. we're trying things out. And the first part of that is to illustrate what's possible. Right. So you're absolutely right, Charlie. We're working for um, working with AA Skips and Ridges, who are giving mm. us skips. We're working with AA Longwa, who are giving us soil. Trees for Life are giving us trees. We have this mobile forest coming into St. Helier. Mm. We're working with partners JDC, who are giving us uh, Weybridge Place. We're working with Romerils, who are giving us the back of Romerils. And we are just gently illustrating mm-hmm. what what is possible we're not um we're not closing roads we're not doing we're not doing anything permanent we're laying we're laying turf and then we're taking it up again right so these are these are the first stages to kind of illustrate what might be possible but also asking people what they think yeah because that's the the next kind of very ambitious part of this project which is you want to sort of um, I don't know, I suppose, kind of canvas the opinion of, I think it was about 10,000 people was, was the goal. Is that I, right? th- I think if we can get 10% of the population speaking up, mm-hmm. there will there we don't have this kind of data in Jersey. So uh, another partner who we work side by side with is the Jersey Community Relations Trust. Mm-hmm. And the reason both they and Thrive are you know, are working on this project is because of the value of this information. Mm-hmm. So um, Jersey Mencap are involved and Mind are involved, Salvation Army, um, JET, the schools, all of these organisations who perhaps wouldn't be commenting on perhaps the electoral register mm-hmm. or in a, in, a, in a normal government survey, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So it's very much about us wanting to hear from everybody. So you're right, Charlie, the, the ways that we do it is there is an online survey in three different mm-hmm. languages that takes three minutes. Right. We're also going into organisations and listening to mm-hmm. what they have to say. And we have these temporary pop-up sti- sites where we want people to come it's a really obvious question but you know what are you asking people exactly i think that is an excellent question i think that, because <laughs> it is all about questions and you know there's this great thing that we're taught as mbas is never ever try and solve a problem that doesn't exist right and i think uh you know I work in the public realm. I work in in public art. There is much of public art that is, in my opinion, solving problems that don't exist. Mm -hmm. I think we are at a a stage in society where we have a lot of very serious issues that we can't mess around with. And I also believe that the arts, the creative industries, that includes urban planning, landscape architecture, architects, have the capacity to solve these societal problems. Mm -hmm. So the questions that I'm asking are not necessarily, do you want to skate park or not? It's more about uh, looking at themes of tolerance, intolerance. I'm finding a lot of my discussions, whether it's with schools, whether it's with elderly, whether it's with mind, 
do focus around community intolerances. So if we're aware of what the problems are, mm-hmm. we then set about solving the problems, not just making a, li- a, a, a want list. We mm-hmm. need to, because, you know, what I'm finding is, um, you know, for example, Charlie, one of the schools I was working with, mm. the year 11s said, well, the government should just do this. And, you know, my response to them was, well, let's hold on a minute. If you don't exactly know what you want, how can you expect the government to know exactly Mm -hmm. what you want so i think the purpose of hearing from everybody whether it is through survey whether it is contacting us through social media whether Mm -hmm. it is discussion is to understand what some of the community problems are across the community Mm -hmm. and then solving them so when you say so you said one of the things that I mean, have you have you been collecting data already? So that's already in, oh, in yes. motion. right. So, so I love data. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't love data? But I suppose I mean, what I mean, what kinds of problems are you trying to kind of isolate here? So you said intolerance was something mm. kind of community intolerance. Are there mm. any other kind of examples of things? themes? So yes. So in in the survey, we look at specific. Um, specific issues and then uh, in the discussions I'm very much led by what's going on what I am hearing a lot is um, these gentle intolerances and you know quite honest discussions about the impact of Covid we all know that we haven't um, been rubbing along quite as we as we used to for two years because Mm. we've all been living on our own and this was put very eloquently by some of the students I'm working with who said you know we're we're just not very good at it at the moment so the need for better and more social infrastructure Mm -hmm. and by that I mean places where we can all rub along together. If we were in a capital city this might be on an underground or a a transport system Mm -hmm. We don't really have that in St. Helier. We have a bus, but other than that, we're very, very car heavy. Mm-hmm. So it's creating places where people can come together with no agenda. They haven't got to buy anything. They haven't got to hug anyone. They haven't got to do anything. That <laughs> <laughs> They can just be and they can chat and they can just be be together is is very important. I mean, I think other themes that certainly were very apparent when we started the research last year was that unsurprisingly it was St Helier where people felt there were the most problems public realm. We've got 32% of our population living here so Mm. you know it's unsurprising. Um, There were also three key issues and they were not enough green space, too many cars and poor housing. Mm-hmm. So th- these are issues that perhaps we know, but it, it's really, really helpful to get the nuance, to get the details, to get the background from those who are actually living in and experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes um, it is perception rather than reality. And again, that is something that's really, really helpful mm-hmm. in the in the in the analysis so yeah i would just urge everybody to do the survey get in touch and tell us what they think can i just ask one thing where where can they do the survey this is an important question uh they can go on our website right okay which is public voice common ground okay and there is a survey in three languages there they can there will be posters about uh salvation army know all about it they can contact us through uh instagram uh what else that's not um 
not digital. Yeah, get in touch. Great. So, that, yeah, specific <laughs> question out of the way. Slightly broader question, and I feel like this is this is maybe going back a little bit, but you use you you're using the phrase like um, public realm, yes. and I feel like that's a concept that I, I I didn't I've not really I've not really heard it expressed in that way. I suppose is, is would be. I mean, I don't know if you could kind of explain what what you mean by. I'm really, again, excellent question, Charlie. And do you know, last year when I started this research, um, I interviewed 12 different sectors, uh, 48 stakeholders. And Mm -hmm. the first question I asked everybody was, what do you understand public realm? Mm. And I got some pretty different answers. (laughs) So I think uh, if it's, I think the easiest way to explain it from my point of view is public space. Right. Space for the public space where we go i think um what is clear is there are infrastructure responsibilities that are taken care of by uh i and e and parish of saint helia mm. and these are you know these are a given these need to happen i think what public voice common ground is most interested in are the spaces in between it's how we use these spaces it's how um you know it was put very beautifully by uh, a lady i was talking to in, in the salvation army who said um i am the public and i don't feel i have access mm. and it is about public space for public i think there is often a perception which i see quite strongly in jersey that uh, public space public realm is something that is done to us it's done to us by government it's done right. to us by parish um whereas uh, uh, consultants who i've worked with who work in malta for instance would say there's quite a different attitude mm-hmm. to public space although they would say arguably the infrastructure is really a bit ropey there's loads of cars it's all falling down it's, mm-hmm. it's really not very sophisticated however the attitude that the communities have to the street is very different if there's a festival going on if there's a religious celebration the streets are closed and it's full of people mm. so it, it, it's this different um perhaps grassed roots element that i'm wanting to enable it's a pub it's a public voice impacting a public public our public spaces right so the idea is yeah so your, your project's all about kind of finding out what what spaces people want what they need yeah because well, because i believe some of these really urgent social problems like health mm-hmm. well-being inclusion mm-hmm. uh, identity can be tackled yeah. not solely by better public space but i think it has an enormously important role there was a terrifying statistic charlie uh, in 2019 um there was a public spaces and movement strategy and they had a there was a um an aspiration of 0.25 hectares of green space per thousand head of people in St. Helier. Mm-hmm. What they found, uh, in fact, was 0.05 hectares per thousand head. Well, we're now in 2023. You know, there is a lot of building going on. And, you know, there were those that would argue, yeah, but you're not including the beaches. Mm. We're not including the beaches. But how accessible are 
are the beaches to everybody. We still know, and I know from my work with Springfield School, there are kids who don't get to the beach. So it's about, it's not just about space, it's about accessible space and the right space. Yeah, I mean, I suppose the the question is sort of, um, for you would be how do these kind of public you know like you know public spaces and and you know improvements in the public realm how would that solve things like you know health and, and all that kind of thing and that's a god that's a, a big question i know i, I yeah. do apologize but yeah. i feel like that that was that's what people would you know would ask because i think it was kind of talked about like uh, a little bit in the office recently where um i think it was at the waterfront that you know that sale went up and things like that you know that that, that big piece of public art and i think there's sort of two halves of people, which is like, you know, 50% of people went, oh, you know, it's nice, it's art, it's important. And then the rest, I think the the other attitude, I think, which is quite mm. prevalent is you could have spent that money on a hospital yeah. or something like that. You know, yeah. it's these kinds of things where yes, places like, you know, you're talking about these kind of open spaces, you know, green spaces, things like that. They have a slightly less tangible yeah. impact on yeah. or it's not it's not a sort of the impact they have on people's well-being, health, whatever is slightly less measurable potentially and so I think what you're also talking about Charlie is also the the structure for doing it uh what has been we have something called a percentage for art policy here which um was set up by Freddie Cohen with a with a very good ambition of a percentage 0.75 of uh, development spend going on mm-hmm. public art for the public which is a is a wonderful thing we have a policy um i have been working with sp3 and planning on updating the policy so that it is more relevant because mm. um arguably at the moment i believe i think like you charlie that much of the work that is going on is 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 not really for the people Mm. and you know a a set of fancy gates is is really not going to benefit many people um and i and i think it can work harder i mean and i say that because i understand and have seen and believe in the power of 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 public space public art Mm -hmm. to change people's perceptions to lift their spirits Mm -hmm. and i think also in answer to your question i have enormous faith in human beings and i think give them the opportunity and they'll solve these problems Mm. lock them up in a space underground with no outdoors with no green space you know like rats they will they will fight and kill each other so you know it's kind of that simple Mm -hmm. so i think the importance of these spaces and you know it's not it's nothing new and i don't remotely take credit for this Mm. you know jan gels and all these people who've been researching it to this since the 60s i mean bruce labby who i work very close with who as you know did the gardens for um the hospice uh, so successfully as well as the talking trees mm-hmm. you know we're aware of the importance of public space on our well-being i mean charlie mm. you and i are lucky enough to live near green spaces mm. and you know i've had you know conversations with um uh clients at mind who talk about the importance of the public parks in st helia for them because they they take off their shoes and they feel grounded and it and it has this transformative quality so we we know that these spaces are important for people mm. with just, they just need to we need to have more of them yeah sure 
Yeah. Do you think? Do you, I mean? Uh, you kind of mentioned this with with Malta and things, but do you think Jersey sort of handles these these kinds of things particularly poorly? Do you, I mean, with, 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 do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was wondering what word you were going to yeah, use. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it? Is it? I mean, is it? Is it? Is it? Um, I don't know. Do we have a unique? issue with this is it is that fair or uh we don't know this is a worldwide problem the problems Mm. we have in jersey is worldwide i think what is different is i was sitting on a panel for um uh, what was it future places europe and listening to some of the discussions there about public space about public art and uh, the work that we're doing with public voice common ground is Mm. streaks ahead and I think the reason is, is, and I applaud the government in this, in recognising their role as partner rather than lead. Mm. And I think th- there are many people and, you know, many who've written for the JP who have some incredibly good and well-researched ideas, but the, the structure for implementing them is not thought through. And I think having a wonderful idea and saying, right, government need to go and do it, or parish need to go and do it, or charity need to go and finance it, is A, not realistic, B, not sustainable, which is really important, and C, it's just a really good way to get people's backs up. You Mm. can't just say, I've got a wonderful idea, now go and do it. Yeah, no, that's very true. Um, I suppose just one thing that, so I mean... You, you said you just kind of started sort of you know canvassing some opinion and you've been you've been working on this already i mean i don't know whether it's too early but i suppose based on what you've found so far i mean are, are there any sort of particular changes or projects or things that you would like to see mm. um without giving the game away you mean <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, sure. i mean i am very keen as I think you're aware Charlie Mm. of never saying I've got a marvellous idea now you go and do it I'm just you know I'm just the mouthpiece the Mm -hmm. funnel for for the people and what they are so I will be continuing to gather and analyse this and we'll be working with Thrive later in the year to kind of code it and theme it and put it, chop it all up Um, we will then be having a commissioning board where there will be representatives from Uh, from the various sectors within Jersey, but also depending what the data looks like, Mm -hmm. they might be uh, town planners, they might be architects, they might be landscape architects, they might be art consultants. So we will be looking at how we're going to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Um, And then equally saying right so this 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 is what the findings are who's going to fund it i mean in a, i know that hasn't answered the right question no, but no, I, no. I think um already it's very clear and there's a ver- there's a very uh, simple question on the on the survey that asks what specifically people would like to see more of and from very very early on whether it was um people responding to the survey or in uh, interviews with me directly it was this thing of more green space mm-hmm. less cars and um you know there were concerns about housing i think the other thing that came up that which for me was very interesting was this thing of creating spaces with no agenda you know uh, I read Yang Gels every morning and, you know, I was reading about um, the importance of walking and 
I am prone to this. I, I cycle everywhere in St. Helier or I walk, but I walk fast. What we're trying to create is places to to dawdle, places that slow people down. People want to chat. They want to come together. They want to look in windows. They want to shop. Maybe they want to sit down and 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 and, and commune. And it's these kinds of places that we're wanting in St. Helier. Mm-hmm. I think the the enormous importance getting back to the ten thousand voices and hearing from all all sectors of the community is we then all have the same volume right and you know you will know from the jep facebook page perhaps that there are there are various individuals who are really vocal very regularly couldn't possibly comment (laughs) (laughs) of course not (laughs) and the joy of this is um we've all got the same volume and the same importance uh, I have two questions. Um, <laughs> but, but so, first one would be: um, you talked about these places, like you know, where we we dawdle, which mm. is a lovely idea. I mean, what is there an example of somewhere that might be? Sort of, I don't know that you've seen elsewhere in the in the world, or I would say right now in Saint Helier, perhaps not. Although I know there are those that feel pretty affectionate to the Millennium Park mm. coming together there. Um, I was listening to a lady from Helsinki who was talking about her favourite place, which I thought was quite interesting. And I thought, I'll nick that one. And it was the South Bank in London. Oh, OK. And the reason for this was, A, it's along a river, which is always lovely. But what she said is no matter what time of day, there is always something going on. And this might be a recital in the foyer of the... Um, uh, of the of the theatre, it might be an art exhibition, it might be the old guys selling secondhand books, mm. and equally, what she thought was very important was it hung on to the old traditions, like the old guys selling the secondhand books. It also didn't shy away from a little bit of um, community tension so the skate park there was going to i don't know whether you knew charlie it was going to go and then it was going to stay and then it was going to go but it's been there for many years Mm. and they have successfully resolved these tensions between if you like government parish community Mm. which is what what we are looking to do um as well And and i thought that was a very good point it's it's not perfect it's constantly changing yes there are you've got the um the embankment and you've got people you know people sleeping rough but it it always feels alive you know you know you've got the globe just down just down the way Mm -hmm. it it feels alive and it feels about people and and i think if we can inspire our people the world will be a better place yeah um, I have to ask the second question for the uninitiated like myself, which is, um, who's Jan Gels? <laughs> <laughs> um, look him up. Okay. He, he is a uh, Danish, what would we call him? Probably, uh, he's he is unique. Um, I think if you were wanting to put him in a box, you might say uh, town consultant but that's a disgusting horrible word because what he's really about is people okay uh he is about places for people so since 1962 he has been researching people 
how do they live how do they move how do they work what do they need when they sit in a park how do they sit they quite like uh, they all gravitate towards bollards or edges for instance nobody likes sitting in the middle of a cavernous space so I think you know the, these discussions about how we use our space are really important it's not just a case of hey here's a load of green space that'll do you mm-hmm. And and I think St. Helia particularly needs to be more thoughtful on how these spaces are designed. The other um, very interesting point that he comes up with is that having researched, and these are um, communities, as I say, since the 60s in Denmark, but also globally. So he advises globally. I would love to bring him to Jersey. Um, you know, one of the th- other really helpful things he's done that will be influencing the work we're doing with Romerals is he worked out that five metres or multiples of five metres is the right distance for families to feel comfortable when they settle. So next time you're on the beach, mm. get your tape measure out and you'll probably find that five metres is kind of where people gravitate. <laughs> and, you know, th- these kinds of, of things mm. are are important to inform the next stage of the development of St. Helia. Mm. Wow, that's yeah, that's really interesting. Look him up. I will. I will be <laughs> straight away. Um, okay, so we're sort of coming up to uh, to the time now. So I just think maybe just as a kind of, you know, to round, round it off, I suppose it might be good to get a sort of, um, a bit of a sort of timeline about where things are, are going. Um, so... The, what, so I suppose what the next step would be would be what would be so you're going to continue kind of canvassing opinion getting people to do the survey yes, that do kind of the thing. survey do the survey do the survey absolutely <laughs> and then so and amidst that yeah we've got so we have skips on the move lovely we have our we have our mobile forest on its way uh, the skips are being um, filled with soil at a.a. Longwa, they'll mm. be settling. Then we'll be putting in our trees from Trees for Life mm-hmm. and watering them and carrying them for, for two or three months mm-hmm. till they're truly happy. Um, Bruce has has informed me that these trees are going to be happier than any trees anywhere in any drought because a, 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 <laughs> a well-watered skip is a marvellous place for them to be. <laughs> We're also working with Grow, who are going to be bringing in some of the... Um, planters that they use which are actually charlie they are um uh big wheelie bins great so those will be utilized as well um so these things will be happening we're starting in july so the big the big the big first step is going to be Weybridge Place, mm-hmm. working with an artist called Mr. Singh, who's going to be doing a community mural. Oh, cool. uh, no, no previous experience required, or whatever the expression is. Um, it's colouring in, but it's it will be a laugh and it will <laughs> okay. be great fun. And there's free ice cream. Oh, so you, people can people help make can the mural. come. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. Because the other thing that we know is whether it's knitting, whether it's drinking tea, whether it's colouring in, mm-hmm. whether it's messing around with clay these activities we all we all chat Mm -hmm. um you know coming and eating together is is a very important thing so on the 4th of july mr singh will be in weybridge place Mm -hmm. weybridge place will be transformed into a um a multi-use space with petonk with grass Mm -hmm. um with a maze for children and depending on the, the state of the weather this summer, we will be hopefully keeping that till till September. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will see how it goes with the, with the heat wave. Amazing. 
Um, so yes, there will be various pop-ups with there and Romarils and more partners to come. But yes, the, the survey and the engagement um, is really important. I will be continuing to talk about public voice um, common ground. But yes, it's 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 the engagement piece that's really important for me. So mm. hearing from how, people. So how long is the survey running for just until it... I th- will be starting the analysis in the autumn. Right. I think knowing me, I will be... I, I would rather everything waited. If there are people mm. who still need to speak, mm. l- let them speak. But um, really, we're, we're, it, it's picking up quite a pace at the moment. So I would say if people can get their surveys in by September, mm-hmm. that would be marvellous. Terrific. Or come, down, or come down to the sites and talk to us. Yeah. You know, there'll be boards. You can write, you can write what you think. Oh. You can make what you think. You can say what you think. Mm-hmm. Oh, terrific. So, um, okay, great. I mean, is there any last um, things you wanted to add that we haven't covered? So Do far? the survey. Do the survey. <laughs> <laughs> that is firmly, firmly an on message. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, Great. Thanks so much to Sasha for coming in to talk to us about her project, Public Voice Common Ground. If you want to have your say on how Jersey's public realm should look, be sure to fill out a three-minute survey on Sasha's website, publicvoicecommonground.co.uk. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to visit bailiwickexpress.com or pick up a copy of your local JEP. 